Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam. Brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux. And beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scoogie Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course. Features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 465 of what? Of who? Of where? Of the Best Linux Fucking Game Podcast! Being recorded for you very early on this Friday, the 6th of October, 2023, at 0630 uh, hours. Uh, Crack Engineer Ivor Molina, a pal over there in the booth. Where's my whiskey? Holding up. The eponymous whiskey sign, which we're gonna pour. We have a we have a kind of a, a weird show for you this week, but that would of course make it for our sequel friends. Uh, follows the one true time of day format. Uh, what twenty twenty three ten? Is our first show of October? That'd be weird if it wasn't. Actually, it's our first show of October. Yeah, that make it for our sequel runs anyway. 2023, 10, 06, 06, 28, 100 hours. There you go. Cheers, everyone. I wore your fired. Mm. Good God. Ah. 
6 o'clock a.m. 6.30 a.m. Left coast, coast of the most. Pacific coast. That's right. You know you love it. So, let's get straight to our top stories. First of all, a game that I was very excited to see. Try saying that five times fast. Um, let's go to put on DB here. Uh, a game that I was very excited to see, which I bought, and does not work. Which is kind of weird that it doesn't work because if I go to ProtonDB it says it has a gold rating. I'm talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Online does not... Okay, so what GE are these guys running it on? Yeah, it just does not work. I've I busted my ass trying to get this game to work, but eight hours ago someone got to work. Oh, 8-9. GE Proton 8-9. Evidently it does work. That's great news, because like if you're like me, and I'm sure all of us are in some aspects, however regrettable, very similar to <laughs> me, the homunculoid, uh, kept here at the Fortress of Darkness, you probably, well, you have to be really old and like me. Because I remember going to Joe Jokimon Kendall's house. Oh, shit. 26 years ago? 27 years ago? That's a long time ago. Something like that. My math is not so good. Because uh, I dyscalculia, which is a real thing. But anyway, moving on. You remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. My personal favorite was 2. I did like 3, though, if I remember correctly. But I liked 2 a lot. And I played 2 a lot like a son of a bitch. And so I was really excited to see that, like, they reissued it or whatever. Um, and it has, like, this really cool logo of present day looking Tony Hawk um fucking doing what is that I can't tell he's doing a backside grab I don't know if Tony Hawk isn't spinning I don't really care like if he's not fucking doing a 720 then I don't care uh or 1080 or whatever the fuck um <clears throat> been very disappointed to find that this game does not Run, but uh, evidently, according to ProtonDB, let's try it out. Why don't let's pause it? Ivor, you're under contract with Satan. Pause it. Okay, so as this continues uh, apace, it says that it's processing the Vulcan shaders. What I had to do, oh, let, if we hear anything resembling Tony Hawk in the near few moments. My console output does not look good. Yeah, it says I'm playing the game and there's nothing here. Um, but you might have... This is just me. I'm running Linux Mint. You know, 22 or whatever. Um, built off Jammy. Ubuntu Jammy or whatever the fuck. Uh, the Mint codename I think is Victoria for whatever 
my distribution is, or for whatever my version is. Um, it ain't working. So that's that's just it's very disappointing when I've spent a lot of time trying to get this to work too. Um, I'm gonna try something else. I, I will pause it. Okay, so I've uh, deleted everything hardcore for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 uh, which evidently doesn't work uh, online regardless of what you do if you're running on Linux according to ProtonDB but it's ostensibly launching right now so if you know it's downloading the content it's a 4% 5% you know we'll see but bam we got something more important in our top stories I was just uh, excited to see a game from my childhood that does not suck. Um, finally available on Linux. It would cross off. It'd be a, it's been a long time since we've crossed off one of those ding, 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 ding games off the major uh, you know, game franchises that would need to run on Linux for it to be a complete yeah, it says yeah, I had to add game mode, game mode run, you know, percent command, percentage, whatever. We'll see if it, if it actually runs. If if suddenly you hear punk rock music from, well, pseudo punk rock music from fuck 1997, <laughs> you'll know it worked. Um, my I, I, right now my allergies are out of fucking control here in Vegas. They're killing me. <laughs> But, speaking of killing you, I wanted to, I, although this is kind of somewhat off-topic for what we normally cover, the normal oeuvre, the normal or abnormal uh, that we normally cover, um, I wanted to draw attention to this which was this news story, which I think is kind of of significant value to I don't know if you care about the internet. It's brought to my attention from uh, the guys over at Internet Today, Elliot and um, whatever the fuck the other guy's name is, and I can't remember which one is which. But due to like the fucking Google antitrust uh, litigations going on right now, Wired reported on October 2nd that a... Uh, <laughs> let me read let me let me just read you a little bit of the highlight. Well, here's the deal. You notice how Google has sucked for a while now, like about like, I don't know, a year. Materially sucked in terms of your searches. I sure have. And that's to say nothing of like content discovery. Like, it's amazing. I but I've been used to it. I, they did it with fucking uh, YouTube to me directly and they've done it to everyone now ever notice how like when you search for something very specific it will not show you anything about the search you just fucking entered leaving you frequently frustrated and wondering why well it's not just been you going crazy you can find the link to this article from Wired, as well as uh, the link to the internet today's 
uh, reporting on YouTube, which starts at minute 17 and goes on from there. But here's the fucked up thing. <laughs> Excuse me. My God, I'm going to die here, man. This is... Who wrote this? Megan Gray. Cheers to Megan Gray. Her article starts with this. Recently, a startling piece of information came to light in the ongoing antitrust case against Google. During one employee's testimony, a key exhibit momentarily flashed on a projector. In the most mostly closed trial, spectators like myself only have a few seconds to scribble down the contents of exhibits shown during public questioning. Thus far, witnesses had dropped breadcrumbs hinting at the extent of Google's drive to boost profits, a highly confidential effort called Project Mercury. Urgent missives to, quote, shake the sofa cushions, unquote, to generate more advertising revenue on the search ending result page. This is, and and now here's me interjecting here. This is because Google controls now 90% of the web search domain as it were, which means that Google controls 90% of all internet searches, which means Google now controls in a very very direct way a lot more percent of what goes into your brain than they should be allowed to control. So, this on-screen Google slide, I'm continuing with what she said, with with uh, Megan, Megan Gray's excellent reporting. This on-screen Google slide had to do with a, quote, semantic matching, unquote, overhaul to its search engine result page algorithm meaning that when you enter a query, you might expect the search engine to incorporate synonyms into the algorithm, as well as text-phrase pairings in natural language processing. But this overhaul went further, actually altering queries to generate more commercial results. This is back to me now. What she's saying there is when you type in a search into Google it doesn't actually even search what you've just searched. It tokenizes your search and rewrites your your search and shows you only the results of the tokenized search skewed deliberately towards them monetizing your search. But it's not even searching the words that you ask it to search for. They're continuing with the reporting. There have long been suspicions that the search giant manipulates ad prices, and now it's clear that Google treats consumers with the same disdain. The 10 blue links or organic results, which Google has always claimed to be sacrosanct, are just another vector for Google's greediness. Camouflage in the company's kindergarten colors. So... Say, continuing with the reporting, say you search for children's clothing, quote-unquote. Google converts it without your knowledge to a search for Nikolai brand kids wear, making a behind-the-scenes substitution of your actual query with a different query that just happens to generate more money for the company and will generate results that you weren't asking for at all. 
It's not possible for you to opt out of this substitution. If you don't get the results you want and you try to refine your query, you are wasting your time. This is a twisted shopping mall that you cannot escape. Now, I've been doing a lot of fucking Googling. More so than average over the last three months. I've been doing a lot of in-depth Googling. And frequently I find myself having to go to like any anything that's not Google. Like, like I'll go to Claude now before I go to Google to search for something. If you've been finding, just like I have, that your search results are utterly fucked and that no matter what you do to refine the actual you know like if if you're of a certain age like me meaning fucking old you might remember Alta Vista or even Hasta La Vista which is the hackers Alta Vista which eventually became Shodan but that's a different story Alta Vista was before Google Google took Alta Vista to the next level And the difference between that and Yahoo and the other, you know, between Alta Vista, which was everything, um, Yahoo, which was very much a crawled search of the internet, and Google, I'm talking about like 1995, 1996, 1997, somewhere in there. The difference between the results you would get between the three searches that you just ran would be monumental. Now, it's like talking to Google is like impossible to get it. To even recognize. It used to be you could refine your search with knots and you could still do them. They just don't matter. because It's tokenizing your search before it runs it. It's giving you the results that it wants to give you based off of not allowing you to search what you want. You see? The implications of this are pretty fucking horrendous. Um, and it's been going on no one knows and blah, it's, but it's been going on for like a year. It's uh, continuing with the reporting. It's unclear how often or for how long Google has been doing this, but that machination is clever and ambitious. Spent decades looking for examples of Google putting its enormous thumb on the scale to censor or amplify certain results and it hadn't even occurred to me that Google just flat out deletes queries and replaces them with ones that monetize better for themselves. Most scams follow an elementary bait-and-switch technique, where the scoundrel lures you in with attractive bait, and then at the right time, switches to a different option. But Google, quote-unquote, innovated by reversing the scam, first switching your query, then letting you believe you were getting the best search engine results. This is a magic trick that that Google could only pull off after monopolizing the search engine market, giving consumers the false impression that it is incomparably great only because you've grown so accustomed to it read the whole article in the show blurb it's there 
Um, and it, it makes total fucking sense to me because Google has been fucking worse than useless now for like at least re- in a recognizable sense since I started doing the book and I started working on the novel which requires a lot of research man it's been terrible it's been terrible and beyond that YouTube which is now a wholly owned subsidiary of Google Google's YouTube search which YouTube search is powered by Google is even less useful than Google, which is amazing because Google has sucked really hard. Now we know why. Earlier tonight, I installed Counter-Strike 2 to get a taste. Wanted to see if my, uh, you know, I I haven't gone back and listened to last week's audio essay, and I should be on the road right now, but I can't, because I have no fucking money, because DigitalOcean hit me for fucking $400, and I, I'm reversing the charges now, because they, they won't fucking, there's no phone number, and they will not reply to my emails, like, it's like, it's fucking crazy, again, once again, we see the benefits of monopoly and monoculture in terms of don't be evil, Fuck DigitalOcean. If unless you need DigitalOcean, like you have like existing projects there, I'm never using them again. Four hundred dollars a month is too much. Um, and they, they won't reply to me, but they will send me every like week and a half, like notices of spam reports from servers that I've shut down. I'm like. Turn them all off. Delete everything. Fuck you. You guys suck. This all started before June. June 30th was the last time I told them like for, and then I, and then after this thing, which happened on, on the 31st of last month, it's like, fuck you guys. Like, that's it. I'm done. And I, I called my bank. And I'm like, never let these people charge me for anything again. I'm disputing these charges, fuck them like they will not fucking listen to me you know and it's so sad because I've been with them for over 10 years, it's gotta be like 12 years now um and you know, they they decided to jack up their prices, not even for their services but for their snapshots so like what was once 5 cents a gigabyte is now 35 cents a gigabyte which is for like new users, whatever and and by the way, if they scale well, to, and I made it clear to the bank that like, no, these guys haven't ripped me off it's just they will not let me out of their service, which is really, really bad, and really sad, considering that like if you look at like, you know, like uh, I have 10 years at least 10 years, 10 years man, that's like fucking 35 years in terms of like any sort of computing or web hosting, whatever it's it's time we move on but um yeah, so anyway I, I, I really, really, really strenuously advise you against using DigitalOcean it used to be their customer service was top of the, top notch be above and beyond now they can't even fucking write me back when I'm begging them to cancel my fucking services and I've spun down a lot of I've spun down almost everything mm. they're still charging me and they're still sending me these fucking emails like at least 
like once a month. Um, that's like that's like three months now. Um, like say, oh, you're fucking sending spam or whatever, and I'm like, well, okay, help me figure out what what do you mean? Who's what? What the fuck? Which website? What? God, it's like you know. Anyway, it's all shut down now. As soon as I can finish the novel, we're moving to a new place. We're going to a better place. But unless DigitalOcean really... I would only use it for other clients at this point. And I would do it with reservations. Because it's just ridiculous. Like $350, dollars a fucking month for two websites? I mean, I have, like, a bunch of droplets, but they're all spun down. Like, they're not running. Like, it, the, what they're doing is they're raping you. And it's not like it's not like their prices have gone up. They benefited over the last 10 years from economy of scale, meaning that, like, the data that is inert on their systems does not cost them more money to maintain over, you know what I mean? Like, the snapshots themselves at like gigabyte, you know, per gigabyte doesn't cost them any more to maintain if you need to adjust for inflation, I'd be fine with like, I don't know even like four times as much but they're talking like seven times as much money, four times as four times as much by the way would be too expensive but it wouldn't have really rankled me as much as it has, it's why we don't have a website right now so that's important. Counter-Strike 2 is everything that I imagined it would be. It is the same old story. It is whatever. If you want to play it, you go play it. I uninstalled it. I played f- uh, four rounds today. I did okay. I got like seven kills out of out of four matches. Four or five matches you know, blah, but we won I think it was like 50-50 maybe we lost one more than we won, I can't remember, it didn't matter we were playing Dust 2 and I'm like wow, they added new decals to Dust 2 now they have integrated voice chat amazing trust me, integrated voice chat means just more people to mute so yeah, I stand by everything I said last week. Now, for this week, we have a feature. It is a review. And notice how there's no Tony Hawk being played. Hang on, let's let's check let, let's let me let me give this a fair shake. I've a pause it. Okay, anyway, that that's enough show for this week. Uh in the meantime, cuz the game that we I was going to do a review of uh the excellent I mean, very excellent. Uh, Counter-Attack, Uprising, but it's an old game. And we'll talk about it next week or some other week. Um, But yeah, between Google and everything else, it's worth it getting out of here in half an hour, and I I feel like shit right now, actually. I do not feel good. And it looks like there's some problems with my setup or something, because... Anyway, it's going to take some work. And I don't want to report on it here. But, check out the link about the Google stuff. And, uh... 
Oh, God. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. Um, I'll catch you next week if I'm not out of town. I'm trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. To get to Metropolis. But, uh, yeah. That'll do us. That, that's... Wait, do, do we not have any single game that we mentioned? Uh, no, okay, we mentioned Counter-Strike 2. Go check out Counter-Attack. It's not on sale or anything. It's $14.99. But we'll talk about why either next week or whenever. Um, it's... If you like side-scrolling space shooters in the style of Gradius 5, which is my personally favorite... Vic, Vic, Vic Viper is come unstuck in time with T3109. This is T3101. Vic Viper, do you come in? Yes, Vic Viper. Um, if you liked that game, imagine that game with 600 different power-ups. Couch and internet multiplayer. Steam lets remote play together. Power. So you only need like one person with a license. Automatic matchmaking, although there's not many people playing it. It's an older code, sir, but I very definitely recommend it because it is really good. With a uh, G. Fuck it. We should just. God damn it, Ivor. We should just. Fu- Here's the review side scrolling and occasionally vertical scrolling platformer. I've beaten it like seven times. In between each mission, you have the choice of two different paths to go on, but it's the same global mission map. So it's like G Darius, um, you know, Fish and Fire. I think that was Darius. Where like you can like choose between like, oh, well, this, if I go this way, it's going to be harder. If I go this way, it's going to be easier. And there are six. Hundred unlocks. Full review later on. And when I say unlocks, I don't just mean cosmetic. In between missions, regardless of your upgrades that you actually use in your missions, which persist between mission to mission, there unlocks and and there's two categories of things you can configure with your ship. On the left are the modules, and you have three different modules, and on the right are the weapons, and you can have three different weapons. So, that means there's like 1,200 million trillion fucking different weapon combinations, and the modules and the weapons interact. So, it's it's fucking awesome. It's, it's everything you know and love, and it's 15 bucks, and you know what? I don't mind paying full price for a game that really works well and that is well we'll talk about it soon in a full review it is fucking awesome unlike Tony Hawk which I cannot get to work alright I'll I'll catch you guys later cheers thanks for listening four or five times a good idea four or five times hi there there is delight in doing things right four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, 
I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go yaddy yaddy yo four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.